Five years ago, I lost a father. On that fateful night of the 8th of September 2016, he went out of the house to buy cigarettes but never came back. It was still clear to me when I saw him sleeping while watching television. Too bad I did not wake him up to tell him to go to his room and sleep. That's why when someone at around 9 told us that Papa was brought to the hospital, it puzzled me. How could it be when I saw him a while ago? There, we received the bad news. Papa was stabbed while he was driving a scooter. I hurried to the scene and saw the crowd and the patrol car. Papa was already brought to the hospital. We then followed immediately until we arrived in San Jose. I couldn't come to terms with the circumstances at the time. I was scared. At the same time hopeful, believing that somehow my father could overcome the situation. I always thought of him as a survivor. He nearly lost his life on several occasions, but he conquered death. I knew that time around, he would live. And he did. For a while. For almost a month, Papa stayed in the hospital. I looked forward to seeing him recover. Although I barely visited the hospital, I unceasingly prayed that he would be discharged anytime soon. But that didn't happen. Although he survived the wounds, but complications got the better of him. On the 13th of October, I remember the time when I received the news of his passing. It was almost lunchtime, a day before the eve of the parish fiesta. The community got busy, the mood celebratory. Everyone looked forward to the fiesta when I entered the faculty room. A co-teacher told me that Papa died. I wanted to confirm, although days before we had already prepared ourselves. But the news became like a knife, piercing, painful that I could barely remember my reaction. It still lingers until now, and four years after his death, I still struggle to come to terms with that incident, his death. Hello everyone, welcome to the Chair Podcast, where the sound of life clears the chaos outside and within. At sa episode po natin ngayon, we are going to talk about grief. Not just any grief, but the grief of losing a parent. For our first episode ng season 2, medyo mabigat po yung topic. But of course, in any sad situation, kailangan nating harapin ito. And for this episode, isa-share ko yung own experience of losing my dad 5 years ago. He died October 13, so bale yung episode ngayon ay fitting to remember his death and to trace my journey or navigation kung paano somehow nakamove forward sa kanyang pagpanaw. <laughs> to be honest, the situation is one of the causes then of my mental struggle. So I also want to share this episode, this journey sa mga anak na unexpectedly lost their fathers, especially ngayong pandemic. But, before we start, I just want to clarify na whatever insights I have or sinishare ko sa inyo are coming from my own experiences as someone who has lost a father at hindi ito recommendations of me claiming as an expert. 
I am no psychiatrist or a psychologist. At minsan yung sinishare ko, nababasa ko lang naman sa uh, internet. At uh, saka, sama ina-apply ko. And if it's effective, then pwede kong i-recommend or i-share. So, na-mention ko na sa intro kung anong nangyari sa papa ko. At yes, I'm still coping with it. Masasabi ko na kahit limang taon na ang nakalipas, but losing a loved one uh, really etches in the mind. Kahit pa sabihin na kamove on na tayo, meron pa feeling of emptiness. There are times na maaalala mo yung tao. How do we navigate through that feeling of grief when we lost our loved one, especially our father? Well, here are some ways. Una, we need to remember that it is okay to not be okay. Medyo cliche siya and we hear a lot about that term or that phrase. Diba? Meron ng k-drama yan. And, I mean, okay lang naman ang makaramdam ng lungkot or sakit or pagkamanhid. Actually, this grief has strings of different emotions and the loss, especially kung malapit sa yung father mo and coming to terms with distress is only but a normal feeling. But remember, your feeling is valid. We just let ourselves fully experience the loss no matter how long it takes. Walang perfect formula kumbaga sa pagluluksa. Wala siyang duration or time limit na ah, hanggang one month na ako magluluksa or mag-grieve or meron siyang timeline. No, uh, wala siyang bilis or bagal or stage. Denying your feeling may seem like an easy way to get over that grief or sadness. At kung minsan, sasabihin ka ng ibang tao, ay, you must move on na. Pero, grief is a painstakingly difficult process. Huwag nating hayaan na masway tayo ng ibang tao. The next step na pwede natin gawin is to take care of ourselves, our, bel- uh, <laughs> our well-being. Malaki yung impact ng grief sa sarili natin. And sometimes, we resolve to do things na imbes na makakatulong sa atin ay mapapasama pa tayo. In our struggle to move on, we risk our health. Kasi, dinidistract natin ang sarili sa hangaring makalimot. We tend to work overtime or become sleepless at nakakalimutan natin ang ating sarili which, of course, nare-resonate sa ating katawan and yun, we feel depressed, nawawalan tayo ng gana, nandyan yung iinom tayo or mag tayo sa sarisaring mga bisyo. It might seem difficult, even inconsiderate, to dedicate time to self-care but prioritizing your health becomes even more important as you recover from your loss. So, ano yung gagawin natin? So, these are the simple ways. Una, matulog. Kailangan enough yung sleep natin. Like, 7 to 9 hours each night. At wag tayong magsiskip ng meals. Kung gutom tayo, or hindi pa tayo nagugutom, at least kumain tayo ng masasansyang snack or small meals of mood-boosting foods. Then, hydrate ourselves. No, uminom ng tubig. And stay active. So, you need to energize. Hindi naman like todo workout, but uh, a brisk walking or running can help. 
no? Like daily walk. And then, ano pa ba? Ma keep everything in moderation. No, it's it's okay na uminom tayo, no, but we need to, you know, stay within the recommended guidelines. No, hindi na inum tayo ng todo, no, or magwalwal para maka para makalimot or to numb no our our pain. And remember, no, kapag ang dami nating iniinom, no, may mga health consequences din. So, let's, you know, aim for um moderation. And then, pwede din nating ma-revert na yung mind natin by resetting, no, by recharging. So, paano natin gagawin yun is by having hobbies, no, like gardening, reading, art, or music. And then, let us be mindful, no, by, you know, we need to trace our emotion, we need to trace our mood, especially within that particular emotion like grief, no, we need to think about, no, so, having that interior interiority no na isipin natin no ang ating sarili para ma-process natin yung emotion and yung pinaka-importante sa lahat ay we need to speak up kung may mga friends tayo or family most especially no so we need to reach out no, to them no dahil sila lang naman yung makapagbibigay sa atin ng um supporta no? but we need to to filter out no so there are times kasi na may mga advices na imbes na makakatulong ay mas makakasama pa especially when we are dealing with mental issues so yun always remember to talk especially sa mga professionals no kung alam natin na medyo um, hindi na mabuti no yung yung grief natin so we need to talk to our healthcare provider about the symptoms no so yung physical no and mental health symptoms so we need to speak up no hindi natin iba bottle up yung ating emotions kasi masama nakakasama yun no na hindi natin ini-express no at mas lalong magpa-pile up at ma- baka minsan or isang araw ay will just explode or do something that is um, not nice sa ating sarili. At affected din naman yung ibang tao. So, yun. We need to speak up. Nangyari yun sa akin nung namatay yung papa ko. I was teaching in high school. And hindi ko pa napaprocess yung grief. So, kahit uh, may burol, I, I was still going to school no, para mag-hold ng, ng lecture. Pero one time, Uh, parang inreklamo ako ng mga students ko because I was not myself. No, parang nagagalit. Grabe yung pag-change ng mood ko. So, during that time, uh, kakamatala ng, ng papa ko. So, there, parang hindi ko na-process. At the same time, diba, yung, yung isip ko, kailangan kong magtrabaho, kailangan i-deviate ko yung mind ko para hindi ko maiisip yung lungkot, yung, yung sakit, yung non-acceptance ng pagkamatay kasi nga Uh, biglaan. So, ayun, mahirap para sa akin at apektado yung mga tao. Kaya, very important na we need to take a break no, at isipin at i-process no, yung feeling na yun para hindi maapektuhan yung ibang tao. Yun yun yung na-learn ko during that uh, time. 
Then, saan na ba? Yung pangatlo na pwede natin gawin is to share memories. And talking to family members and other loved ones about your parent. Parang isang paraan na makikip alive natin yung memory ng taong yun. So, kailangan natin ikwento yung mga masasayang alaala, lalo na if we have good memories with our loved ones, especially our uh, father. No, Mel, sa una, medyo malungkot siya na naalalahanin. But as soon as you start speaking up about the story, ma-feel mo na, na it begins, yung grief begins to ease kapag nagsisimula na tayong magkwento. Ako naman, hindi naman ako pala kwento about my father because we have some personal experiences with good personal experiences with my father. Hindi ako pala kwento. Hindi naman na tinatago ko siya or sinusupress ko na yung feeling ko or thoughts about my father. I'm actually very vocal but not in terms of speaking. So, yung ginagawa ko is sinusulat ko siya I write a poem or a story or even the photographs or pictures. No? So, yun yung mga ginagawa ko para, di ba, to keep his memories alive. So, yun yung pwede nating uh, gawin. Or hindi naman lahat siguro, di ba, may positive experiences. Kaya nga, uh, ang iba, no, ay parang uh, ina-avoid nila na mag-share ng negative memories. Especially yung mga naabuso or pinabayaan. Mahirap para sa kanila no, na mag-move on or i-reminisce yun. Especially in terms of healing and moving forward. So, ano yung gagawin? Diba? Parang ang hirap. Ang mabuting gawin siguro ay is to talk, still talk about it, pero sa mga tao na mas nakakaintindi o nakakaunawa sa atin. Ang pwede natin, yun, yung pwede natin gawin. We need to share memories to keep that memory of the person alive. And yung next naman, is hindi lang um, sharing their memories, pero pwede nating, uh, pwede tayong gumawa ng isang bagay in their memory. Ang iba ginagawa ito. Pero sa akin, I think it's more on, I'm on the more literary side, so yun yung ginagawa ko, I write. Pero yung iba, kasi gumagawa sila ng mga home memorial, na mayroong mga litrato or mga mementos, ang iba uh, nagtatanim ng puno o bulaklak sa bakuran, or they adopt pets or plants. At minsan, pinapangalanan pa nila sa mga, yung pangalan ng taong namayapa. Ang iba naman ay nag-volunteer or nag-community service or nagdo-donate ng sa kanilang, sa kanilang organization. Ako naman siguro, Since I miss my father and I am a teacher, yung compassion towards people younger than me, so yun yung ginagawa ko, na parang nagiging father figure ako sa kanila. 
yun yung ginawa ko during those times. So, and nakaka, uh, nakakabawas ng grief kasi alam mong by doing good to others, by putting on no, that persona of my father, mas nakakagaan siya ng feeling. Kung yung taong na mayapa or our father, perhaps, no, na hindi maayos yung inyong relationship. Even so, di ba, masakit pa rin para sa atin, lalo na kapag hindi natin napatawad yung taong na mayapa. Life doesn't always give us the answers we seek or the solutions we uh, crave. Sometimes we just have to accept inadequate conclusions, however unfinished or painful they feel. So, kung walang closure, the best that we can do is to forgive. I-pour out natin or i-express natin na yung, uh, yung bitterness na yun for our sake. Gawin natin parang ano, opportunity to let go of the past and move forward. No, may mga bagay talaga na mahirap na pagpatawad. Pero, di ba, wala na yung tao So, instead of, you know, harboring resentment na wala ka naman magagawa dahil hindi mo naman uh, makakausap yung tao. So, the best that we can do is we have to to let go of the past. Or, hindi man natin masabi, we need to write about it. Yung mga bagay na hindi natin nasasabi or nasabi. So, that would be the steps no, or first steps towards processing that painful and complex feelings na iniwan nila nung namatay sila. And then, next is, hayaan natin ang ibang tao yung mag-comfort sa atin. Kahit hindi man nila naranasan na namatayan, but still, yung mga kaibigan natin o yung mga family natin, they know exactly what to say if they haven't faced the same type of loss. Even kung wala naman silang sinasabi, but their presence can really help no para hindi naman natin ma-feel na ay nag-iisa tayo sa kalungkutan hindi natin kailangan i-isolate yung self natin no para lang magluksa tayo or mourn mag-mourn tayo in private nas importante pa rin na meron tayong nakakasama yung companion kasi doon yung suporta no nakapag na-overwhelm tayo ng grief no or ng loss and doon sila para mag-suporta sa atin. Na yung simpleng pagtulong, yung simpleng pag-accompany sa atin na, for example, pumunta sa mall or kumain or do errands, mas nakakatulong yon pag-uusap yung pagtulong or distracting ourselves from any activity with these people, no, like paglalaro or panonood ng pelikula or paggawa ng iba't ibang projects yun yung pwede nating gawin. And, yes, uh, connected din dyan is we embrace family relationships. Yun yung, yung, yung paglisan o pagkawala ng isang member ng pamilya, lalo na yung tatay, ay nagpapabago sa kung paano natin tinatrato yung ating mga mahal sa buhay. There is a change or the beginning of change after the death of a loved one, especially your father or your or your mother. 
So, yung mga changes na yun, mas napapamahal sila sa atin or na mas, mas napapamahal tayo sa kanila. Kasi, kung wala na yung tatay, we need to look for each other. We need to support each other. Since we face the same loss, no? So, magiging, uh, ano tayo, na magiging mas united. We need to lend a helping hand na mas, mas intense, kumbaga, na mas malalim right after their, their passing. Ayun sa research daw, no, na the death of a parent often negatively affects closeness between adult siblings. It's not unusual for siblings to experience conflict or slowly drift apart, particularly if you disagreed over your parents' end-of-life care. Sa amin naman, na magkakapatid, we, we still still the same, but Papa's gone. The, our relationship has always been a strong relationship with or without our father. At ngayon, siguro mas nagiging matibay kasi we need each other no, to, to comfort. So, and it means a lot. No, so, yun, no, always cherish family relationships and do efforts or bands that you that can make you closer together. So, reach out, listen. So, there you go. That's our first episode for the second season. At sana ay may natutunan kayo sa episode na ito. So, maraming salamat sa pakikinig at hanggang sa muli. This is the Chair Podcast where the sound of life can clear the chaos outside and within.